Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. I am God's Loner and I am back with another episode. So in today's episode, I want to talk about something that I... No, something that sparked my interest during this week. Somebody asked me a question that, you know, I never really thought of before, especially as, uh, as somebody who centers around mental health. I never really considered this before. You know, my first episode was on healing is painful. So if you've never listened to it, you can go, you know, maybe after this episode or you can stop this episode and just go play that one quickly, even though not quickly because it's like 40 minutes long. But maybe listen to this one. Yeah, I, I feel like I should have done this one before that one. But I never really actually thought about this. I never really considered this until somebody asked me and you know, it took me into a whole lot of deep thinking, you know. So they asked me, how do you heal? And I sat there and I was like, whoa, hold up. Okay, that was not, that was not, that was not in my, you know, I, I had to, I had to think and I had to think and I had to think on how I even started my own journey. Like what caused me to heal but not only that but how did I even do it not necessarily do it because I'm still in the process I'm not finished you know healing (laughs) but how do I do it how do I do it and in today's episode I will be addressing those steps and not necessarily steps just information I don't want to make it formal because like I always say in my episodes I speak from a personal experience you know on the journeys that I've went through and if you do resonate with them then that's great you know I'm, I'm not a professional I'm an expert that's that's those are two different things I didn't theoretically learn about mental health I am currently you know struggling with it (laughs) not necessarily struggling but I am I'm living with it yeah so I'm not I'm just you know more of a practical person within mental health I'm not a theoretical person if that makes sense it doesn't make sense but it's okay we move on so um I I sat down and I I try to formalize formalize I try to just go through everything, you know, I try to go back to square one, try to find out what it is that I did to begin this journey of healing from depression and anxiety and just childhood trauma in general, you know, so I feel like the first thing, the first the first necessary step in every uh, sector of healing, whatever mental health or whatever trauma you're trying to heal from. I, let me just say trauma because you don't heal from mental health. You just learn how to, you know, handle it and live with it. But let's just use trauma or, yeah, trauma, whatever field of trauma that you're trying to heal from. You know, I feel like the first step or the first base of it all has to be acceptance has to be acceptance because majority of us including myself I have been running around saying no no I don't I don't have abandonment issues no 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 I don't I don't I don't have I don't have that I I don't suffer from rejection I don't have trust issues or anything you know so until you accept 
that there's that part of you that needs attention, then you can actually move on, you know. Also, forgiveness is a very, very important factor that plays, it plays a very big role in healing because it's the major step that we have to take in order to move on. So if you don't heal, not only the people that kind of caused the trauma, but yourself, you know, having to, I like, I like visualizing it, you know, I like visualizing it. So sitting down with my younger self, not necessarily doing that because it's, 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 it's impossible, but like visualizing it in, in, in a sort of, I don't know, like, like sitting with your younger self and trying to go through everything that happened to you when you were younger that you feel like you're still holding on to even now at your grown age or whatever age you are and, and, and trying to just list them, you know, trying to just write them down or not write them down, you know, just go through them. What it is that happened to you when you were younger that might have caused you to become this way or react this way at this age that you're at right now and I I, I did that I, I just I, I I went back I trailed back you no know, memory lane to my childhood thinking why is it that I I, I, I I find it so hard to trust people why is it that I don't like making relationships or friendships with other people or why is it that I feel like I don't I'm not enough you know, or my value is not valued, you know, or, or I'm just, I'm just not necessarily, um, enough, you know, to, I'm not necessarily considered enough, you know, to be around certain types of people or to be in a relationship with certain types of people or to be in a friendship group with certain types of people. And a lot of factors were sparked. Like I was bullied when I was younger, you know, I was bullied because of how I looked or because of my quirky behavior, not, not, not behavior, let's just say personality, because I was a very introverted person, I am still a very introverted person, but growing up, I don't know how or where the logic behind this is, but I was bullied for being the quiet kid or the person who did not necessarily, who was never considered as outgoing, you know, I, I, I was always just, I always kept to myself you know, so I should say, so I was, I was bullied for that, and I feel like that's the reason why I don't like making certain types of relationships with people, I don't like having a friend group, because I'm afraid of being judged, you know, and also, like I said in my previous episodes, I am a recovering people pleaser, so I would try to change myself in order to fit into their expectations, and I'm trying right now, I am trying to heal from that. I'm trying to constantly tell myself that I am okay with the way that I am. I don't have to change the way that I act or I don't have to change the things that I like in order to please people who will never ever be pleased by the person that I am, no matter how hard I try. You know, I've got a very weird taste in music or a very weird taste in fashion. I speak differently or weirdly. Like, I don't have... I listen to people, like, in my age group nowadays and the the, the, the type of... um slang that they use and I'm I'll just sit there while you speak to me and I'll be like what did you just say 
No, seriously, please just run it back because I do not understand. I probably just understood like two words out of that whole sentence because everything else was new to me. And that was seen as weird. Like I was seen as, oh my God, you don't follow trends. You're so slow. And I'm just thinking to myself, well, pardon me for not living in social media or on social media rather. And, you know, I, I was just like that. I don't, I don't necessarily have a certain aesthetic that I fall under. I like all aesthetics, you know, according to my uh, mood, I, I, I will choose a certain aesthetic to go by my day, you know. Oh, today I feel like dark academia. Today I feel like, um, what is that word? I hope I pronounce it right because I've been struggling with it minimalist yeah if that's not it i'm so i'm so sorry but or 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 i'd be emo or i just just be vintage or i just whatever fits me best according to how i feel but there are certain types of people who devote their whole existence to a certain type of aesthetic and for me that's kind of boring you know but if that 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 suits you to live one type of way that's okay i respect that i highly do but for me, I just, I, I can't keep to one thing. I, I just, I just can't. I can't keep to one thing. There's like, for me, there's no fun in that, you know? But I was seen as, I was seen as um, uh, easily influenced because of that. Seriously. Uh, my, the person I was dating previously said to me, you're easily influenced because you change the things that you like so easily. And I'm like, I mean, who said, who said that coming on earth, you get to only be one thing and that's it. You can't choose, you can't change. That's who you're going to be until you die. I can't do that. I want to experience everything. Why is that wrong? <laughs> you know, so I feel like trying to get that value in myself and trying to tell myself and, and convince myself each and every single day, not convince myself, you know, maybe just, just, um, how do I say this? Um, just try to, okay, convince myself is the only phrase that's running around in my mind, but yes, convince myself that this way that I am, this way that I'm made, this personality, I don't have to change it to make the next person comfortable. You know, you will find your people, you will find your audience, you will find the people who match your energy. So don't try and change who you are. You know, so th those are the type of things I had to tell my younger self in order for me to forgive people who made me feel indifferent, in order for me to forgive myself for allowing them to make me feel indifferent, you know. So that type of forgiveness and that type of that type of um, um, acceptance that I had to go through with myself and that's when I just started healing from that part of my life, you know, that, that whole, uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not, um, I don't know what's wrong with the English today, but I'm not worthy enough of being just surrounded by a certain type of people, just having people in general in my life because I'm too much, you know, but I'm not too much. Maybe people are just too little. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's that's yeah. That's the model we should carry into twenty twenty two. We're not. We're not. We're not too much. People are just too little. You know. You don't. Yes, you take up too much space. But what's wrong with that? You're entertaining. You you have this big personality, and one day you're gonna match somebody else's energy. You're gonna find people who love you for who you are. People who love you for who you are. And speaking about the area of people pleasing. It was so hard for me because the major reason for my depression was 
because I had went unexpectedly without any preparation. But these things don't need preparation. You know, they just come unexpected, unexpectedly. I went into a season of isolation. And that hit me hard that I was I was just separated from people all in one go. You know, I lost my best friend. I just lost friends in general. You know, I just finished school and I was alone at home. Make matters worse, I broke my phone. And as a person who really loves social media, I lost any contact to Instagram, uh, any social media platform I was using. And... You know, make it worse, yeah. I, I make music, right? So, like, my laptop broke, so I couldn't do that. Yeah, it felt like the end of the world to me, you know. And it might seem small to you, but, like, it, it, it really... It, it's like a big part of me was taken away because I liked surrounding myself on pe- with people because I depended on them to feel something. I depended on them to be happy you know, to be, to feel secure, I guess, and when all of that was taken away from me, I just hated everything about life, and I guess I reacted in a very, very bad way, <laughs> you know, I reacted in a very bad way, for like a very long time, I just, I just started like taking my anger out on society and on everyone, I just started treating myself badly, you know, now looking back on it, the way I used to just take care of myself, I didn't, that's the thing. I was so angry. Like, I'm such a good person and everything. Why is this happening to me? You know, why don't I have friends? Why is my life not like this? I was a very troublesome teenager. So don't look down on me. You know, we all went through a whole very, a very, very bad or weird season as teenagers. So, yes. Um, I, yeah, so, um... I I am currently undergoing another season of isolation right now, but thank God, because if it wasn't for him, I would have not had the wisdom on how to actually go through this. And to be honest, the season of isolation couldn't have come at a better time because I'm at the crucial time or crucial age in my life where I need to really focus on the healing and the growth in my life in order for me, you know, to become, I guess... Um, because I just came from this whole teenage era, so, like, I, I have to heal from that. Hey, teenage, being a teenager was, like, rough. I, I'm not even gonna say for me, I'm pretty sure it was rough for every single person, because the teenagers are the years that we have to discover ourselves, and I hate that it's that time, that, that part of our lives as teenagers where we have to discover what we like or ourselves what we want to be especially since all of that is centered around school but like am i the only one who really hates it hates the fact that this whole schooling part this high school you know time of our lives we have to figure out and make this quick decision on who we want to be for the rest of our lives when nobody actually gives us enough information on who we should actually be or who we want to be. I mean, like, we're only given a few options just to make sure we don't end up homeless and poor. But we just, just, we just do either way. Not necessarily homeless, but, like, I'm just saying it's rough. (laughs) Especially in this country, unemployment is high. But that's not the point of this, you know, that's not the point of this episode. I could feel the activist me just coming out there like, oh my gosh, you know, but um, I, 
what was I talking about? Yes, this this time of my life is a very crucial time and I'm so glad that I'm taken away from people. Even though I'm a lot on social media, I, I like it because through the whole season of isolation that I went underwent throughout 2021, 2021, I learned value and self-love. Self-love is the biggest thing I've learned. I, I, I haven't necessarily healed fully, but I've healed enough to know who I am and to understand my worth. But like, as far as I've gotten, I think I'm able to look at people on social media, look at posts on, on social media, or be around people in general and not feel envy towards them, but instead feel happiness. Like, I'm happy for you and where you are in your life. And, and, and you do you and I'll do me type of you know a reaction because at first it was like oh my god why is my life not like this or I just hate my life or stuff like that but now it's like I'm, I'm at peace with where I am you know because I, I'm, I'm not who I was a few months ago so that's enough proof that I'm going somewhere so I'm not gonna rush my my time I'm not gonna rush my journey according to somebody else's time because that's not fair on my growth you know so yeah um this whole season of of isolation had has been a really amazing journey i guess of healing that people pleasing part of myself you know so yeah and also i guess we're going into number 2 right now of how to heal that is, you need to do your research. You need to do your research. Not, don't actually go to Google and research what parts of yourself to heal because that's that's not normal. But like, do your research. Sit down, I guess, with yourself and go back through all the times and, and try to figure out what triggered your trauma. What caused your trauma. You know, one thing I did was have a chat with my dad and we just talked about my anxiety and how I was when I was younger and what would have, because I hate, I, I don't like traveling. I have this whole social anxiety going on and my dad was just telling me about how I was when I was younger. Like I used to react the exact same way. I never liked being away from my parents. I never liked being away from my mom. I never liked school. Every time I'd go to school, I'd get sick. You know, and now I understand that it wasn't necessarily a sickness. It was just me having a whole panic attack, this heavy breathing and this whole, yeah, this inability to breathe. You know, it was just this whole panic attack that I was having because I'm like in this environment and none of it feels safe, you know. So that's why I don't like going out because it doesn't ever feel safe. But now I'm at a season of my life where I understand that, you know, so I put into practice the type of healing and obviously it doesn't come naturally obviously you have to go to the internet now and search how to how to bring peace in that area of social anxiety you know and there are guided meditations to that you know but not necessarily guided med meditations but y'all affirmations work telling your mind constantly that you're safe works you know just telling yourself when you're in a foreign place you know, where your mind is not used to the atmosphere or your whole your whole body in general is not used to the atmosphere, is not used to the environment. Just tell yourself that you're safe. You know, I remember I was going to the hospital 
um, I think it was on Friday last week, and I, I was scared, you know, I was scared, because, um, it, it's, it's the hospital, there's nothing nice about the hospital, so I was scared that, that inner child was feeling so panicked, you know, because the last time I was at the hospital, I had a dislocated arm, so obviously, I'm not going to feel calm or happy about it, and I had to just tell her that, yo, I'm with you, you're okay, I'm gonna be with you the whole way, and that sounds a little bit, you know, dumb, (laughs) and a little bit dramatic, but it worked, you know, telling that, because I am separated into two, that also sounds very dramatic, but there's that part of me, that childhood part of me, that, you know, I'm still healing from, I'll get that, I'll get to that later, but like, I had to just tell her that, yo, you're gonna be okay, I'm, I'm there with you, you know, every step of the way, and that worked, you know, I found myself calming down, you know, understanding that not only do I have myself with me, I have my dad here with me, so why are we, why are we panicking, you know, nothing bad is gonna happen, you, you, you're okay, you're okay, it's just a checkup, you're fine, you know, and I was fine, you know, I got to speak properly with a doctor because that is also hard, communication and social anxiety don't go well together, but I got to tell him my problem, you know, I got to communicate like the adult that I am. So, yeah. So, uh, those type of affirmations, you know, that type of communications that you have. Listen to me. Treating yourself like a kid. Mm, that came out wrong. Let me just rephrase that. Um, you know, when you look at yourself, when you're in certain circumstances and the way that you react to yourself, like saying to yourself, you're so dumb or you're so stupid, like, oh my God, you're such a, you're such a coward. You know, saying this type of things really impacts yourself and your inner child. But when you speak kindly to yourself and tell yourself it's okay, things like this happens, failure is normal. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not dumb for reacting the way that you did. You did. You're not sensitive for reacting the way that you did. You're okay. And I'm proud of you for actually reacting the way that you did in the situation, you know, because it could have been worse. It could have been worse. But I'm proud of you for the way that you handled it. And speaking to yourself like that just creates so much self-love and such a, so, so much peace in your mind. It creates so much peace in my heart, you know, because even though everyone else around me might be against me at least the closest person to me is on my side and that's all that really matters you know so having that positive attitude towards yourself is really is is really important it's very important you know so watch how you speak to yourself watch how you speak to yourself so affirmations and 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 self-talk really matters really matters on healing that part of your life, you know. Um, also, I spoke about the inner child part. And, y'all, I'm, we're black. If, if you're not black, you you have a reason for listening to podcasts, you know. No one who has a great mental health or who's okay actually listens to mental health podcasts. So you either had a really rough childhood you know, especially as black people, we were raised in very, very difficult because we were raised by people who also are struggling from trauma. Y'all need to understand that our parents don't know, our parents don't know it all. You know, our parents don't have it all figured out. When you become an adult, you'll start realizing that these people we depend on are also trying to heal 
from the people they were raised by or from the environment that they were raised by. So obviously they're gonna they're gonna say hurtful things or they're gonna react in ways that are not positively impacting your life, you know, and that's okay. That's it's not normal, no, you know, it's not normal, but it's okay for you to understand that. You know, it's actually it's actually wise for you to have that type of knowledge and that type of mindset that your parents are also trying to heal. Your parents were also once kids. You know, your parents also once experienced trauma. You know, and the majority of them are trying to heal right now. And you can see it. You can see it, you know. So, your inner child is someone that you need to sit down and talk with. You need to sit down and talk with. I remember this week, and this is very personal, you know. But last week I was going through... There were nights where I'd cry. Like, I'd just cry. Like, I'd necessarily cry for no apparent reason. Like, I'd just be watching, like, a series. And then, out of the blue, there I am, just sobbing for no apparent reason. And I'd just, I'd just like, you know, hold myself. And just gently, you know, give myself that type of attention physically. Like, what is going on? Just, just, just talk to me like you have all the time in the world, you know. Just being patient with myself and just... Uh, just gently maybe for example rubbing my head or rubbing my shoulder and asking myself what is it what is it what are these sudden wave of emotions are you okay you know is it because of something that happened today so having that type of conversation like you're speaking to a kid you know that's how I address my inner child you know but it can be different for all of us you know obviously but um, just having a, a conversation with that you having a conversation with that child you, you know, and trying to just run through everything that you're feeling, being patient with yourself. There's nothing wrong with having to look back at the times when you were a child. Yo, I watched cartoons, you know, you know, just to make that part of me happy, that childhood, because I'm going through a season of reparenting myself, and it's very necessary in order for me to move on and become the adult that I'm meant to be. I have to go back to that child me who had to grow up so quickly because I am a firstborn daughter. So, you know, if you're that, you you, you understand where you're coming from, right? We were we were not given that many that much attention or given that many privileges as kids because we had to grow up so quickly, you know, for our younger siblings, especially me with four siblings. So you understand how that was for me. So giving my childhood uh, self that pleasure, you know, watching cartoons or just chilling day in and day out, doing absolutely nothing and eating snacks or candy, whatever that is. Don't do that. That's unhealthy, but (laughs) do it because it's necessary. You know, but don't just eat snacks for the sake of it. I don't know. Seeds just scare me, but I had to do it, you know, just to make that inner self very, very very happy that childhood self rather you know so yeah that was it it was it was it was nice it was nice i could i could feel that peace in me i could feel that inner that little girl in me feeling so peaceful with herself and feeling so happy and everything it was just it was just a beautiful experience i guess you know but being patient with myself because at first i used to like I, I actually tried doing this because I hated the way I was so sensitive. I tried numbing my emotions, like tried to have no reaction at all to situations and thinking that was me being strong. 
Y'all having no emotions or no reaction towards situations is not you being strong. That's actually you being weak. And I'm sorry to say that, but you have to allow yourself to go through what people would consider sensitive. It's not wrong to allow yourself to react because that's why we have emotions. You know, it's it's kind of abnormal to dwell on the emotions, you know, or um, name them as reasons for your certain behavior or reaction in certain situations. Like, yeah, I did that because I was angry or overreacting out of the emotions. That's wrong, you know, but allowing yourself to just sit and cry, allowing yourself to just sit and be sad. That's 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 normal and that's healthy, you know, because I've always felt like after crying and everything, I feel so um, like I just have this sound mind, like this sound, you know, this peaceful mind so I can think clearly and I could just separate what it is that I'm feeling, you know, and just separate them all out and trying to figure out a solution, you know, to the problem that I was just reacting to right now, you know. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is I named, but guys, healing is a very beautiful journey that is necessary. It's necessary if you want to have a healthy relationship with yourself first, because a relationship with yourself, that's, that's the most important one. But also if you want to have relationships with other people, because majority of the times what makes a toxic relationship is the way that we react to the situations in the relationships according to our trauma that we experienced not only when we were younger but just along the way because life can be very traumatic you know but when you heal when you heal going through the journey of healing is very beautiful and for majority of us it's scary because 99 99 of the time it's it's required to to be alone you know you're required to be alone through that season of uh, the season of isolation that season of healing you're required to be by yourself so a lot of people are not comfortable with that a lot of people are not comfortable with isolation and isolation is okay you can also listen to that podcast that i made you know on the benefits of isolation and yeah Guys, that's 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 the po- that's the podcast. I've noticed that I was actually rumbling a lot. Like I made so many mistakes. I don't know why. You know, I don't know why. I think I was speaking very quickly or out of anxiety. You know, but I really hope that I helped. You know, I really hope that I helped. And yeah, I hope you got as much information because it is thirty-one minutes now. <laughs> 31 minutes long so something had to be helpful and if you actually got until the end i'm really grateful i'm really grateful that you listened and i really hope that your journey of healing is beautiful and i really hope that your journey of healing brings out the beautiful person that you're meant to be and thank you for being here and for listening until we meet again guys bye